0: Hello, I'm Charles Corvess, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Corvess Show. In this week's show, the big idea is to examine whether you have been indoctrinated and what to do about it. If you conform, you can hardly be outstanding. This weekly show is founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Self-awareness plus passion equals success. Your self-awareness tied in with your passion will give you success, will create a magnificent successful life for you. Since 1993, when I left my successful legal career to become Australasia's passion provocateur, I have spoken at conferences, workshops, to inspire people, to provoke people, to educate people about the wonderful, amazing power of passion in human lives. I've helped people via books that I've written, one-on-one coaching, group coaching, this stuff makes a difference this show is also guided by socrates famous quote the unexamined life is not worth living you can see i'm wearing my red jacket red the color of passion i keep telling you each week every time you see red think passion think your passion think am i pursuing my passion Each week I explore one big idea. I've given you a taste of that one big idea. And it's one big idea because too many ideas lead to inaction. I hope that my one big idea gives you something to grab onto, to use for benefit in your life and the lives of those around you. I also share with you simple practical resources a new way of using existing resources to help build on this one big idea this show is not politically correct I don't aim to be politically correct and this show also acknowledges the realms of the spiritual that we have a human spirit that our spirit is a crucial element in our lives and we talk about football and grand finals and team spirit just think about the value of spirit in your life so what's happened in this past week well here we are in the midst of the u.s presidential election that's pretty interesting ah we're also i forgot to have my coffee my darling wife Julie made a great coffee for me. You know that our regular viewers and listeners know that I'm addicted to coffee. Some addictions are wonderful. My addiction to coffee is a wonderful thing. Hmm. And Julie and I are thoroughly enjoying our new Nespresso machine. Just amazing technology. I mentioned that there are 27 different types of coffee to have, or we settled on two, one for Julie, one for me, out of the 27. it's a wonderful machine. So one of the things that it reminds me of is to be willing to look at new technology for existing resources. And it wasn't very expensive. And on a day-by-day basis, numerous times I have joy from this new machine. Anyway, back to the week that was. So here we are in the midst of The US election of talk about ballot fraud, of mainstream media's views in America on Trump, on on Biden winning, the announcement made this morning that he's won the presidency. We shall see. What appalls me, genuinely, is the censoring by technology companies, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube of anything that they don't approve of. You should be appalled too. It is simply outrageous. In Victoria, we've had the discussion around the hotel quarantine inquiry, the interim report of former judge Jennifer Coate. I put on record that her performance in this inquiry leaves a huge amount to be desired, a very, very low class performance. I call her out on it. I was a lawyer for 20 years, as many of you know. Absolutely unacceptable inquiry. And the premier has used the inquiry as a tool to deflect questions. Now, he is a masterful manipulator of the message, and I give due credit to Daniel Andrews, the Premier, for manipulating the message in such a way that a majority of voters still think he's done a good idea, uh, done a good job. I say, if you think Daniel Andrews has done a good job, you are sadly misinformed. So, you want to debate that with me? Please send me an email. I'll happily debate it, and I don't want to make this... Uh, I'm just appalled at what we're putting up with in Victoria and in Australia, about the loss of our freedoms. As part of those loss of freedoms, we had a Melbourne Cup carnival without crowds. We've had, right around the world, high-level experts having scientific debates about the total lack of value of wearing masks, about the total lack of value of lockdowns. And in Victoria, we have this ongoing stupidity of talking about the number of cases when the PCR test that is used to determine whether someone's got coronavirus is 89% 89% to 94% likely to give a false positive the test the PCR test was never designed was never designed to be a test to ascertain the presence of whether sorry the presence of whether coronavirus is there or whether a person's got coronavirus. That's why people who are diagnosed with it go, I feel fine. And the World Health Organization says 99.5% of people diagnosed with coronavirus have zero symptoms or mild symptoms. So with all this scientific debate, how pathetic that governments try to tell us, oh, this is the answer. No, it's not and I urge everybody watching this show, I hope you realize that I urge you to do your own thinking, and that's part of this week's big idea. Are you doing your own thinking around coronavirus, or are you just going along and conforming? I can also report to you this week that my exercise regime, and that of Julie, has continued. So despite all of these major things happening on the planet, exercise goes on just like eating goes on I urge you to the idea of continuing to look after your magnificent machine that the universe that God has given to you your body if you look after it it will reward you for doing so now before we get on to this week's big idea I invite you to subscribe to the podcast if you're listening to it on a podcast to the YouTube channel by pressing the button below, if you're watching, to share this show with your friends, to visit our websites, coves.com and charlescoves.com. You can buy my books, Passionate People Produce, Passionate Performance. You can subscribe to our frequent Passion Points to Ponder. Now, today's big idea. Have you been indoctrinated? If so, what can you do about it? And this week for a change, I'm going to read you a piece by a man who I don't know personally, but who I'm a fan of, Gary Ryan Blair. This is a beautiful piece on this issue of indoctrination. From the moment you were born, you were unwittingly in the process of being indoctrinated into a multi-generational conspiracy designed to encourage conformity and discourage original thought. Almost every institution that you have ever come in contact with is self-serving and has conformance, manipulation, mediocrity and control baked into their core. From education to entertainment, From the foods you eat, to the music you listen to, from the clothes you wear, to the car you drive, from the books you read, to the news you watch, and from politics to religion, they all work to get you to drink their Kool-Aid. They actively and aggressively work to discourage original thought, uniqueness, individuality, and differentiation. The plague of mankind is the fear and rejection of truth. It's the belief that there is only one right way to live, only one right way to learn, and only one right way to regulate religious, political, sexual, financial, and medical affairs. That belief is the rotten fruit of conformance and the root cause of the greatest threat to mankind. We see this threat being played out in real time. From the moment you were born, you have been groomed, moulded and patterned to fit into the narrow and self-serving interests of a particular group, company, institution, clothing line or party. You are being taught by people who have been able to accommodate themselves to a regime of thought laid down by their predecessors. It is a self-perpetuating system and it is one that you must resist or the consequences are utterly devastating. One of the greatest regrets in life is the choice of sameness, of being what others would want you to be rather than being yourself. Yet, while the overwhelming majority of people are working hard to conform and fit in, The smart cookies are doing everything they can to stand out. They inherently understand that conformity is a sign of weakness and choose to live their lives authentically on their own terms, not someone else's. Be careful, very careful as to what you expose your mind to and most importantly, do not conform. To unleash your greatness, you need to be exposed to the principles of greatness. Expose yourself to whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. And if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, expose yourself accordingly. You only have one life and you don't have to live it the way other people expect you to to live life on your own terms. You must avoid following popular opinion, avoid conforming to the weak and highly vulnerable will of the majority, avoid the traps of indoctrination, and most important, avoid the seduction of the comfort zone. Dare to be different. Dare to do something big. Dare to do something bold and beautiful with your life. End quote. Isn't that beautiful? I read that to you because it encompasses why I left the law in 1993 and why today, with all of the stuff that's happening on the planet, for you to live a successful life, you have to live it on your terms. I learned a beautiful idea from a friend of mine, a globally renowned advisor, Ellen Weiss. He said, the opposite of courage is conformity. For those of you who have been exposed to some of my leadership programs, I say courage is the number one leadership capability. The opposite of courage is conformity. I want to tell you about my mentor, a Hungarian priest, Father Varga, who was a wonderful mentor to me, and who in my schooling years, because I was good at math science, he urged me to study math science, to get the scholarship that I needed to get to university, because in those days you had to pay for university, and... He knew at Australian universities and many universities around the world, if you in the humanities don't feed up to the lecturers and the assessors what they want to hear, you will be marked down. And so in the school humanities, he urged me to do math science so that it's not a matter of opinion, it's a matter of maths and science to get the right answer. This is the pressure of conformity And I had a wonderful mentor, my father was the same, who also thought for himself. And Father Varga and my father both encouraged me to think for myself. I encourage you to think for yourself, to become aware of why you are thinking what you do, so that you can ask the question, have I been indoctrinated? Because pressure is brought to bear on us that if we don't think the way that our parents thought, then we don't love them, then we are rejecting them. That is not true. This is what self-awareness is about. You wake up and you go, gosh, why do I have that opinion? Why do I have the view that I have about Donald Trump? Why do I have the view that I have about Joe Biden? Let me tell you the view that I have about Joe Biden, and that is that I reject socialism, communism, collectiveness, I reject the suppression of individual thought. I reject the suppression of individual imagination. The world needs my original thought and your original thought. The world needs your imagination, not group think, control, conformity. So, I hope I have perhaps provoked you to be more willing to question why you think what you do, why you have the preferences that you do, and to think about whether your your opinions are being influenced by mainstream media in particular ways. I get my information from a wide range of sources. I read voraciously. Lots of different sources. You cannot get accurate information from one source. Okay, there you are. My song for the week, a wonderful Beatles song. But before I share the song with you, I need another spot of caffeine. Yum. The Beatles song, The Fool on the Hill. If you read those words, listen to the words of the song, Day after day, alone on a hill. The man with the foolish grin is keeping perfectly still. But nobody wants to know him. They can see that he's just a fool. And he never gives an answer. But the fool on the hill. And it goes on. And this song is all about people, a person who others think is a fool but he does his own thinking are you willing to be considered the fool on the hill i'm willing to be considered the fool on the hill the point about this song is to remind you of the value of others thinking you're a fool while you are living life on your terms my book of the week i have to give great credit to my wonderful sister-in-law, Jenny, who gave me a birthday present, a book, The Happiest Man on Earth, by Eddie Yaku, J-A-K-U, a A man who's lived in Australia since the late 1940s, who went through the horrors of World War II, who turned 100 years of age in 2020, who's still alive. The Happiest Man on Earth. What I love about this book, is that you will know from earlier episodes that I've explored this issue of happiness. He has learnt the secret of happiness. It's con- it's consistent with, identical to, the message that I've shared with you. Please, if you want to be inspired so that you don't get caught up in how tough your life is, get this book. Talking about the elderly. Talking about the elderly, I've got a great joke for you. An elderly man with a hearing problem, can't hear anything, finds a new medical expert who suddenly gets him a hearing aid. It suddenly it works, suddenly he can hear. He comes back for a checkup a couple of months later and the doctor says, how is it? And he says, absolutely fantastic, I can hear everything. And, and the expert says, well, this must, your family must be so pleased about the fact that you can now hear. He says, oh, I haven't told my family that I can hear yet. I've just been sitting around listening to conversations. I've changed my will five times so far. (laughs) Imagine that people think you can't hear and then you can. My spiritual tip this week ties into this question of indoctrination. Understand the difference between I and me. I is the unchanging I. That's your spiritual self. The me is the act that the rest of the world can see, the fool on the hill. The I is unchanging. Your I is unchanging. This is the soulful, spiritual you. Getting in touch with that I while the me is running around doing all the things that it does on the planet is part of your spiritual journey. My health tip for you is a reminder to contemplate the benefits of hyperbaric oxygen treatment, HBOT. Hyperbaric, my good friend, Malcolm Hooper in Chapel Street, South Yarra. If you are wanting better health, contemplate oxygenation of your body. His website is oxymed.com.au. We'll put that in the show notes, O-X-Y-M-E-D. Oxygen is health. Oxygen is healing. Your cells need oxygenation. My quote for this week. I love this quote. Gary Ryan Blair again shared this. We are governed our minds are molded, our tastes formed, our ideas suggested, largely by men we have never heard of. That's Edward Bernays. Who has molded your thoughts? So that's about it. Think about this whole question of indoctrination. I hope I've provoked a new way for you to think a new aspect of how you think, of what you think, of what you think about. I hope it helps you on your journey to live life on your terms so that you truly feel successful. Whilst other people might say to you, you should feel successful, what's the point if you don't feel successful? I again invite you to visit Our website's covest.com for public programs, for corporate programs. If you want me to work with your teams, please get in touch. Email address is there, charles at covest.com. charlescovest.com tells you about the Self-Awareness and Passion Quest, a group coaching program, particularly for C-suite executives, dentists, lawyers, accountants. You can invest in my books, Passionate People Produce, Passionate performance. subscribe to Passion Points to Ponder, subscribe to this YouTube or this podcast and share it amongst your friends. Thanks for being with us. I hope you found this of value. I wish for you a week of doing more of your own thinking, a week of challenge, of fun, of ever-improving health, of embracing the challenges that our world throws up at us. And I look forward to being with you in next week's show, next week's edition of The Charles Covey Show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.